Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Pop Between Worlds. I'm your host, Steve, alongside co-host Ollie. And today we got some uh, big rumors uh, throughout the Star Wars galaxy uh, with Disney+. Plus. We got some Bad Batch news, and uh, we also got some Star Wars squadron uh, uh, reveals today. Coming in hot. All right, what do we got? We got nothing. I don't. I, I don't have anything. <laughs> We're not talking about any news. All right, or... episode nine over. Good check. All right, great. All right, peace out. Um, all right. So first off, uh, you know, we'll just get the big news out of the way. The big okay. bad batch. Yep. Um, so over last week, actually, just before we did our podcast with uh, Star Wars Origins, um, they announced the big uh, the big batch. The big batch. <laughs> the bad batch. Uh, being uh, coming up on Disney Plus in 2021. Um, there wasn't a lot of detail or descriptions around it, uh, as far as I know. Um, so initially, what what was your thoughts when you heard this news? I mean, what in terms of the Star Wars universe, what would you think? Yeah, I mean, I we talked about it a little bit pre-show. My thing with these are like, we uh, obviously we're um, following a lot of the rumors and we know a lot of these things are out there. So uh, yeah. As these TV shows and like the High Republic with Project Luminous, like as these things come out, I have this really weird reaction where when it first gets announced, I'm like, oh, yes, like I'm so pumped. You know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, we're getting it. And then it like quickly fades because it's like, I kind of already knew we were getting it. And now it's just official, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But I still have to wait like eight months or a year or three years or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not coming out and we probably won't even get I get more excited for like actual like previews or something like at least then you have some footage to deal with. You know what I mean? This was legitimately just the title, which again, like I'm not trying to hate on it. I'm just like, it needs to happen. I'm just like, I get excited for like five seconds. You know what I mean? Because then there's like not a ton of detail. Um, This one was slightly different. Like when we get the rebel sequel series, it'll probably be the same kind of thing where we get a title and maybe the title will give us a general feel for it and maybe they'll give us a timeline, which that'll be cool because it'll be nailed down to all the different rumors and it'll be like, okay, this is kind of what it's going to follow. But it won't be a lot of information and it'll just be like, it's always good to have it confirmed. You know what I mean? Um, Oh yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, it's just, it's that a little burst of energy that it's confirmed, but then it's kind of back to like, the waiting for some actual content you know what i mean and as we as we go on with the show you'll see that like all the rumors going around and everything it's just like right nothing's generally confirmed except this 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 is why which is why it's good i, I completely yeah. agree you know what i mean like it's it's uh it's a step in the right direction and this one to be fair this one hadn't had as direct a rumblings and as detailed a rumblings as like the sequel rebels tri- uh, sequel rebel series that they're working on so this mm-hmm. one was just kind of like we had heard that there may be a sequel to the Clone Wars kind of deal and didn't really have definitive set rumors or there were a lot floating out there. Obviously, now the Bad Batch, those type of rumors were correct. You know what I mean? But we had, you know, yeah. they, nobody knew the timeline kind of thing. So it's nice to know um, that. And I think it's an interesting time period as much as um, like we talk about a lot. I I'm ready for something new. Uh, There are still little gaps like this time period right after the Clone Wars, like the very beginning of the Empire, right? And 
that third, well, like where the Mandalorian's taking place after Return of the Jedi kind of thing, well before uh, the sequel trilogy, that are still of interest to me. There's still some stuff going on there. I'm kind of done with the original trilogy timeline in the in sense of giving me new stories packed in between those movies. Like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's mm-hmm. a thousand comic series, like, and none of them are done poorly. There's some really neat stuff in there. I just, I, I want to branch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this one's an interesting time period, you know, and an interesting group to follow because um, we don't, yeah. we, we just kind of saw them recently in season seven. So it's kind of a fresh kick to what we've, we've just um, seen. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't, I, I don't think we have any confirmed canon things on whether they went through with order 60. I mean, it's if, if any clones didn't have chips or were able to avoid it, it would be them. Right. Because they're kind of right. the freaks, right? Like, we don't know. Supposedly, so, they said it was a choice between the Bad Batch and the Marti sisters. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad it's the Bad Batch. Those, Yeah. The, I mean, I'm the sure, if they were thinking that, I'm sure they'd do something interesting. I just don't know where you go. I would still be interested, but I, I think the Bad Batch is a, is a better pick just because we're starting with something. Clothes uh, are just yeah, and we, and too popular. Right, and we don't know exactly what happened to the clones. They got phased out, but it'll be interesting to see that whole thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It'll probably clear. It'll clean up kind of the what happened to the. I mean, we just hear about it. We don't actually see right. it. So, and they weren't definitely... really linked to any Jedi, so that's an interesting thing too. Like they were their own kind of squad that got sent on missions, where a lot of the other ones were like directly under a Jedi. You know what I mean? Like yep. Cody and, and got, yeah, exactly. You got Echo too. Well, we don't. Um... We don't necessarily know what happened to Cody, though. So, like, well, but I'm saying, like, when Order sixty six happened, he gave the order to shoot at Kenobi. You know, right. so so I'm saying, like, the Bad Batch may have not been with any Jedi at the time mm-hmm. of Order sixty six, so they may not have even been in position to participate, or they may yeah. have. I mean, we just don't know. They're more of a floater group. Like, you could assume Rex is with. Anakin and Ahsoka, we know he wasn't with Anakin, but you know what I mean? Like you can assume right. a lot of those generals were with their, um, or a lot of those commanders were with their corresponding Jedi generals. Um, but the Bad Batch didn't really have that. So it'd be interesting. What did you think? Um, well, I, I mean, I like the news. I mean, I, I was super excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that arc was definitely uh, a lot of fun to watch in season seven. Um, and I liked that the characters, they kind of had different, um, not that the clones don't have different personalities, but they kind of, they were very unique, uh, different talents. And I, I think I even said in a previous podcast, you know, it'd be cool to see where they would go like as their own, because they are so unique mm-hmm. and now we get a TV show on it. So, um, I, I am particularly interested in seeing what happens to them after order 66, uh, just because they're, there isn't a ton on that stuff. Right. Uh, that gap, like you were saying, um, it will be interesting to see um, if if they become if they stay with the Empire or if they become mercenaries. That's one thing people are kind of talking about uh, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, it'd be very interesting to see if they become like maybe like mercenaries for hire. If they uh, or if they stay with the Empire in some form or fashion, I get the feeling they wouldn't. But see, um, they, it'd be interesting to see how they process it too, right? Because they have a lot of like, quote unquote, black site knowledge, right? Like a lot of the right. deeper sure. shadow missions. So I wonder if they 
if especially if they don't have the chips right because they were like an experimental batch it'd be interesting if they see through it and go you know we weren't big fans of the jedi but there's no way they were like betrayed the republic you know what i mean like maybe they see through it yeah i mean they they could have um in the arc they they definitely made them a little bit uh, the persona of a little bit of an anti-hero, a little. Yeah. Bit. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Not 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 much. They they kind of touch the surface compared the to the standard episode. clones. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, I always look at from if you look at the Umbara Umbara arc. Yep. And the clones involved there, and you look at Bad Batch. It right. kind of you get that feeling of like, all right, something's definitely off with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly there is, but. Not enough to where I'm like, okay, I don't want, I don't like these guys. They're evil, whatever. Like, you don't get that, but maybe yeah. they're gonna push that envelope a little bit more. It'd be, um, it'd be cool just to see, you know, what, how do they process it? What happens? Yeah, what, you know. Just, and I think you bring up a good point in 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 for like uh, storytelling aspects. The yep. they are built much more similar to like successful teams right like uh even like a teenage mutant ninja turtle where they're clearly different right like the you know Raphael does it they all have different personalities but they all look slightly different they all have it whereas the clones did have different personalities and stuff and they did the haircuts but these guys don't even really look exactly the same they're they're much more differentiated which i think works well for uh a version of like really being able to attack different episodes as the unit and really making each of them shine in their own you know what i mean which which i think is cool i I think that's great for storytelling when you have the pieces you know what i mean because if one gets hurt or one is incapacitated for whatever reason you you may see that weakness that's a good it's just good storytelling right it gives opportunities for that kind of stuff we haven't had we haven't had in to my knowledge really we haven't really had that kind of like team or right uh persona in um in star wars really because even when jedi team up they don't have that differentiating no they're supposed to right like they they in some of the canon stuff they split up like sentinels and guardians and you know what i mean but but it doesn't feel like that it doesn't feel like one specialized in they're just they're superheroes you know what i mean as opposed to having specific talents you know this is like this is like your anti almost like your anti-hero superhero squad i think yeah i think it even lends more yeah because even some superheroes like they're just overpowered overall so their skill sets aren't like differentiated i think this is a really neat thing where they they're good at stuff and they're bad at stuff as individuals but as the team you know what i mean which i think i think is fun for storytelling and then some of the rumors, like if we do get a, a Quinlan Voss sighting or if there's a secondary arc with like some different stuff. So, um, but I don't, I don't but know he, if you want to dive into that because that's still very loose rumor, but. It's a loose rumor. I think it would fit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because we still don't know what happened to Quinlan Voss after yeah. Order 66. We have no clue. Um, with Dark Disciple, I mean, you know, if, if you haven't read the book, which you should, um, you know, he kind of, he goes to the dark side a little bit and he does fit that persona of like, kind of like a mercenary type Jedi. He has that, he has those characteristics. He has that background. Yeah. Uh, he, he would fit, I think he would fit right in with the bad batch. He would, I, it would be actually, you know what? It'd be interesting if the bad batch were following him. He was the Jedi that they were following. 
Right. And then somewhere in the seasons they meet up and they realize like he's not enamored with the Jedi either. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Rail Avaros in a way, but different, a different, uh, uh, different personas, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I think Will and Boss would fit perfectly in that show. Just, yeah, I could also see them being kind of the original version of, um, like in Fallen Order, you have the Inquisitors, but you have the, uh, oh crap, what are the, have you played it yet? No. What are the, uh, Purge Troopers, I think, is what they're called. Oh, so they're like uh, like a, an elite storm, they're like under Inquisitors because they don't have the force, but they're like an elite stormtrooper that are specifically to, kind of. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, kind of, but specifically for hunting down Jedi. Um, yeah. So that'd be interesting if they're like the original version of that at the beginning of the show. But yeah, it could go a million ways. It's definitely exciting. Um, I just hope um, I'll be more excited um, for some footage and some, you know what I mean? Some, some hard yeah. news, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad it's confirmed. So at least we, we can move towards that direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so moving on from that, we'll, uh, so another rumor. Now we're going to go into a couple of rumors here. So supposedly, um, and I I mentioned this on Hollownet Live earlier this week that Hayden Christensen uh, is in talks with Lucasfilms about coming back to play supposedly Anakin, not Vader, Anakin in Kenobi, or that's what the rumor mill is. I mm-hmm. you know it, it's not confirmed, um, as with anything with Star Wars. And, but, you know, got a lot of circulation. So, I mean, what, what's your, I'll just throw it back at you. <laughs> what's your thoughts? I, I mean, uh, if Hayden Christensen's going to be coming back, where are you super excited about this? Do you, you know, you like the direction that they're going in? Yeah. So I have, I mean, I have a lot of mixed feelings on it. Um, I've from the beginning said like, Obi-Wan's one of my favorite characters, but I don't know that I need an Obi-Wan series. Um, and that was at the beginning of when it was supposed to be a movie at first. And, you know, it's been a rumor for a long time. So now that it's like, you know, it is coming, um, I'm not unhappy about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I will be excited. I'm sure it'll be great. I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, so that's awesome. And I want more Obi-Wan. I just don't, in my like mind, when you start thinking about like interesting things when you're into canon you know what i mean like oh what happened here what happened here the obi-wan was just i don't know it just never as much as i love him as a character his story as much as there's just that 18 year or 20 year gap where he's just in the desert supposedly right it just i just kind of accepted that i didn't need him to go on missions and stuff like that so i am more waiting to see i'm i'm cautiously excited about it i'm sure i'll love it i just don't really know what i want out of it you know what I mean? I don't know what Obi-Wan has to do, um, but not my problem. I'm not writing it, right? Like, it wouldn't be what I would choose to write. I just don't know where he go. Where, where with, all the, with all the walls that you're working, the box that you're working in, right? Like, of that timeline and, and what we know of Obi-Wan in, in A New Hope and where, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know what they're going to do. So, um and I know that's a little off topic, but the Anakin thing, I mean, he's been rumored to be in every one of the new trilogy too, right? And so like, it's like they want him back. I think it'd be great. Um, at the same time, I wonder how they use him because Darth Vader is one of those interesting things, kind of like uh, the Mandalorian, right? Is like you usually don't pay a huge actor to be the actor behind a mask the whole time. 
You know what I mean? And Darth Vader really doesn't take off his mask. So I hope right. if they do bring him back, my point is like having Hayden Christensen back is awesome, but he's, he's Vader at that point. And they're going to use like Earl Jones, like his voice, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the Vader voice. So Anakin's really just going to be walking around in the suit. So hopefully they do, maybe they can do some kind of flashback or, or actually use Hayden. You know what I mean? Um, but again, I don't know the story. So to me, I don't know that it fits super well. I do want Hayden back. I do want to see him in some something. I just, I hope it's not like, hey, we brought Hayden back and he's in the suit and that's that. Like, I, it just doesn't seem to be enough for me. I, but I don't think it would be like that. I just... But, it, so how do you use them? Flashback. It's got to be flashback, yeah. right? It's got to be flashbacks. Because, I mean, the cool thing, the thing that I was thinking about is that if they do flashbacks with them, yeah. you could get flashbacks to the Clone Wars. That's what everyone's speculating. Like, you could actually get real live... Like, gotcha. I know Some you, of the moments from know, the cartoon kind of thing? Yeah, kind of yeah. just, you know... Okay. We got them... Attack of the Clones, but like that wasn't that was no. I know, you know what you mean. Like some of the stuff we fell in love with the Clone Wars with, and yeah. see Hay Hayden be able to act it out, and yeah, I, like one of um, I'm not against it. I just you know my feelings on the Obi Wan thing. I just don't. I don't know where it's going, so I'm just okay. gonna. I don't have as many opinions on it just because I don't. I don't really know. I don't. There's not something I want out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's not. I think the show is not going to be more of like I expect x y and z out of it it's more mm -hmm. of just like all right like you know what just happened just to inform me it'd just be more informative i guess yeah with Kano uh with anakin being involved one of the things is he's gonna be uh kenobi's gonna be like well we don't know yet but mm -hmm. it's applied he does a lot of meditation he does a lot of uh training uh yeah just based on uh what happens at the end of uh Oh shit! What's that novel? There was another. Well, not just because of Revenge of the Sith, but there was another novel that kind of pointed out like, oh, you should, you know, complete your training with uh, Qui Gon a little bit more. Um, and it kind of had experts from it. I'm trying to remember what the novel was though. I'm drawing a blank. There was one that was like from a certain point of view that were all little mini stories, and Maybe it it was from his point of view, and he actually is like the like he how he talked to Qui Gon kind of deal so i don't know if that's what you're talking about or yeah i think that's what i'm talking about so the training thing happens in the in return of the uh, revenge of the sith at the end yoda well, tells him like you should commune with an old friend and i'll teach you like so i don't know if that's the line you're thinking of no no, no. well okay. i know about that, but there, there was a novel that kind of explored a little that bit got into that okay um it, i think that's what you're talking about is the certain point of view and mm -hmm. so with that He's going to have to probably process everything that happened with him and Anakin throughout the Clone Wars. He's probably right. going to have, like, feel, I don't want to say, like, well, you know, regret in some way. He's, he's yeah. probably going to be processing everything that happened. So you get probably, more. Uh, yeah. All right. I can see that. So you might be like, oh, shit. Like, what if I did things differently? What if. In that moment. Or, or maybe I shouldn't have let Anakin hang out with Palpatine as much as I did. Mm -hmm. Or, like have i have done to you know prevent like i guarantee they're going to explore that kind of stuff where yeah. it's so do you think that'll be like a mainstay in the show like the show is very much flashback based or this is just kind of like a episode kind of thing i don't know because it, supposedly think, it's going to be short too right isn't it only like six episodes or something 
four in supposedly it was supposed to be four or okay. six. I don't know. So it's not but, that but, long. So I guess no. Like if so, there was a significant flashback scene, it actually would take up a decent yeah, percentage I, of the story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Only oh, it's tough because it's you. You already know what he like. He's just there. I That's mean, my point. Like, there's. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't know where to go with it. I'm excited for it and I'm going to watch it as it comes out. I really just don't, I, I, I don't, I do so much theorizing in my head of what can happen and where all the pieces fit. This one just doesn't have anything for me. So like, I'm going to go in with no expectations. I'm sure I'll love it because I love the actors. You know what I mean? And I love Obi-Wan. I love the character. So I'm sure they'll do a good job. This is not like, I feel like they did have a story that was interesting um, when they pitched it. I don't think this was like, hey, we really should have an Obi-Wan thing. You know what I mean? So, like, I think someone has a good idea, which is awesome. I'm excited to see it. Uh, and, and the Hayden thing, I'd love for him to come back. I think that's awesome. But in terms of, like, me trying to figure I just, I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just going to, when it comes out, I'm going to watch it and enjoy it, you know? And yeah. uh, But I'm if he, if he comes back, that's awesome. I think he deserves yeah. to. Um, and if they think this is the right place for it and they, and then they can make it work, I'm, I'm all for it. I, yeah. I, I don't really know when else he comes back. You know what I mean? Unless they did like a Clone Wars live action version of the TV show, but like, so, you know, hopefully he can come back. Yeah. Um, so an, another rumor, uh, circulating around, uh, Star Wars right now, uh, supposedly, uh, Kessel Run Transmission said today that, uh, Donald Glover's gonna be cast into a Star Wars Disney Plus series. Same with Billy D. Williams. They didn't say what, although everyone's is speculating it's Kenobi. Oh, I read that Lando's getting his own show. Oh, so I didn't even Okay, so I didn't even see that. Okay. I saw Yeah, it was on a bunch of different like Reddit posts and from so the Star Castle War- Run yeah, transmission which they had the uh, Star Wars explained on. Um yeah which are all like great channels and, and well-connected and stuff like that. They do great stuff. So yeah, I think, I think it's a land. I don't, again, I don't, I don't think they confirmed it like by star Wars, but I'm pretty sure they, they think it's a Lando. It's a Lando series yeah. and we'll get hopefully Alden Enright, Alden Einright. Is that how you say it? Um, but the Han Solo, the new Han Solo, maybe some Kira and maybe that's where they're going to go. I think it'd be neat if, and they, you know, I don't know the resources. Like, again, we talk about this a lot. Like, we're, I, I'm, not in the, I'm not in the movie or TV show business, so I really don't understand how that thing works. But I think it'd be really neat, almost like what they did or they tried to do in the Marvel Universe with the TV shows where you had, like, Daredevil. Um, you watch more of them than I did. But Daredevil, Punisher, uh, the um, weren't there a few that all interacted? What was the mind games girl? Uh, She's like Jessica Jones. Jones. Like, so they all kind of intertwined or even like as much as it would pained me. I watched a lot of it, but like the terrible acting, but like the CW's version of like arrow with the flash. And and you know how you had different TV shows that, that combined. I, I don't know that there's enough interest, but for me, it'd be awesome if there was like a Han Solo, Lando and Akira show. You know what I mean? Like if there was enough to do them all on their own shows and then they intertwined in the shows. You know what I mean? I I, I don't think we're there yet on Disney Plus, but if this is what this may be leading to, or even if you got the Lando side of it and then a Han 
season comes out and that kind of forwards that and then Akira season forwards that. But I hope those three characters stay intertwined for this segment of time and they can build on Solo. You know, I don't know that we'll ever get Solo 2, but if we can get some version of the continuation of the timeline, I'd be happy with that. Because I think... I think we've talked about it before. I think Solo is some of the best stuff that, you know, Rogue One and Solo, I think, are the best things out right now. And they're totally different, right? Like movie-wise, I'm saying, um, of the new Star Wars canon. Solo got screwed by the box office after Last Jedi and everything like that. And people just, I I don't think they were in the right mindset for it. But if you watch it, it's so much fun. And it's so Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's awesome. Uh, I mean... Alden does a great job. Donald Glover does a great job. And Amelia Clark does a great job. And they're really fun. I think they're really fun characters and you, and and you get pulled in different directions. You have the cloud riders that are early rebel kind of, um, uh, an early rebel group that, that get involved with the partisans at some point. And then you have Kira who's going with, uh, Crimson Dawn and, and Maul. And you obviously have Lando just skirting the galaxy, doing whatever the hell he wants. You know what I mean? It's such a good, it's, it's such a good setting for that fun version of Star Wars. And I hope that they're starting to get more into genre pieces where they're going to do like the Mandalorian's kind of Western-y. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll get a war film eventually. Uh, Kenobi's going to be like a introspective character, like development. Co- you know what I mean? So like, let this let the the early Han years with Lando keep those those great actors and actresses and like let them have their own little world. You could do tons of stuff. There's plenty of time in there, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I agree. I I would want him back. I mean, I want Solo too. That, yep. That's my biggest thing. Um, you know, I didn't really think about the, the whole like super, like comparing it to Marvel where you have different, all these different shows and they kind of intertwine in the universe in that sort of sense. Right. Which would be really cool. Um, Even if that's how you get Solo too, maybe the yeah. Lando and the the Han show or the Lando and the Kira show build up to Solo too. You know what I mean? I mean, super creative things that you can do with Disney Plus. I don't know that they're thinking. I don't know if we're there yet in the Star Wars universe because I still think they're just trying to come out with stuff. But setups like that, I think, would be really fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I think uh, you know. We we need Lando back. We need we need everybody mm. from Solo back in some form or fashion. I, you know, I. It'd be interesting. Disney Plus too. I mean, if I don't know if that ca- uh, creates a line between you know TV and movies, so that you know, in terms of actors and actresses, if that changes the game a little bit, where it's yeah. like maybe people might be like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of a TV show. I want to be in the movie, like I'm a yeah. movie actor actress so i feel like in a in an i don't mean this in a negative way and i don't want them i don't think they will just sling crap up but like you got disney plus you have star mm-hmm. wars let's start to throw some shit against the wall here right yeah you know and i think the high republic is when it'll start to take off because again they're not in the box they don't have to worry about upsetting canon and stuff like that but i think in these timelines with with solo and lando there there aren't super rigid boxes for that five six seven eight year period there right they can go no. on a lot of adventures i mean you all know? we have and canon novels and rebels right you know i'm trying to think of anybody that even like he doesn't show up 
until Moss Eisley. You know, we know he works for Jabba. I mean, there's and and that's yeah, what that's ten years after Solo, the movie, right? Doesn't Solo take place like ten years before A New Hope? Yeah, so that like and Lando doesn't show up till Empire Strikes Back. You know, so and Kira never shows up. So I, you're not really confined. You can go on all kinds of adventures. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I um, yeah, it'd be interesting Lando especially. Because he just don't. He's just a psycho. He just goes wherever. He does whatever he wants. Lives. In, you know. He could do anything. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know. It, I think they. I think Solo did set it up really well that Han and Chewie were gonna start doing more like smuggling and more of that stuff. And I would yeah. love to see that. Just like see why does Jabba? You know, we don't really get. We don't get what he screwed of, up. Yeah, we don't really get a ton of information from that. We kind of just know that he fucked up and, uh, you know, Jabba wants his head. Yeah, what did he, did he, doesn't he say it in the special edition when he's talking to Jabba before he gets on the thing? Wasn't he like carrying spice and got like hauled over by Imperials and had to give up the cargo or something or something like that? Like, yeah, Yeah, it was, it was something like that. But you know, there's hundreds of stories of that. With him, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you know, even like later in Force Awakens, you get the Kanja Club, um, yep. and uh, the Guava the Guavian Death Gang, and the, and the, you know, and they're like, we've heard that before. Like, there's no more lies you can tell. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he just screws up every job, <laughs> like keep moving on to the next thing. So, I yeah. I think there's tons of opportunity there. But yeah, but so yeah, yeah but the story is a Lando show, hopefully. Um, but again, this is that same kind of thing. So then there'll be maybe a couple weeks, a month, two months, who knows? And then we'll get Lando, boom, like a title. And it'll be like, yeah. Oh, wait, I already knew that was coming. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. And then there'll be footage in like two years. You know, so. It seems odd to me that they allow some of these rumors to ruminate. I don't know if they do that on purpose. I think there's just too many people touching too many things that they, they're I testing out so many storylines that there's just random people that are or even like a friend of a writer that like you know like if i was a writer right and i got to sit in and talk about oh like i i pitched an idea and they actually thought it was cool and i told you and i was like don't tell anybody and you told someone that you trusted and all of a sudden two people down the line is a friend of like a you know what i mean and like it would never get back to you because there were 20 people in the room so i think a lot of that happens yeah that's true um all right well i mean we'll we'll have to you know see how it plays out hopefully we get like an official announcement or something with uh yeah with, yep. you know, i mean that that'd be i mean hopefully we get an official announcement about hayden christensen too at some point but yeah we'll see um so we'll move on to we'll get out of uh disney plus and tv shows and everything and now we'll talk about some video games so you got to see. I actually did watch a few of these ep, uh, episodes, these uh, videos um, after we talked. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons released, uh, or some of the, I guess what do you say, Star Wars channels, YouTube channels. I mean, some. Of yeah. So games do this all the time. They'll invite people to demo the game, and then it's. I don't think it's usually this quick, but usually you, you go like you'll hear streamers all the time say like, oh, this weekend I'm going to a thing to try something out. And basically they'll invite you now with COVID. You don't get invited anywhere. It's mostly you get a key on your computer. And they give you like five hours or, you know, they're all different. But basically you get to play a game that's, a lot of these are AAA games. So like 
they don't have alphas per se. You know what I mean? So like this is just kind of like here's what we're working on. Um, it's pretty much done or these things are pretty much done and they get to play it. And then, you know, there's an NDA that they can't release anything for X amount of time. This one seemed pretty quick. I think they played it last weekend and it came out today. So there wasn't really much of an NDA, you know, two, two or three days or whatever. Um, but it was actual footage and it was actually there because sometimes they go and play and they can only use stock footage. That's not theirs. So all of the people that got invited got to capture it. So like you could see 10 different people, 10 different YouTube videos, but also 10 different versions of the footage because it was their footage, which I, I always find really neat because yeah. it's always cool to hear like your favorite three reviewers talk about a game because there'll be a different context. You know what I mean? They may like something or not, but also when they get their own footage, they're not all just staring at the same 20 minute reel. You know what I mean? I think that adds a lot too because each one of them will test things slightly differently you know what i mean and have a different feel for stuff but um what did you which ones did you what what did you think uh well i watched uh i did star wars explained first um actually the video quality was kind of off is for some reason i don't know if that was my computer or not but then i went Uh, i didn't notice on his but i don't think he's like a is he a streamer i think he's more just a youtube video so maybe that's i think it's just youtube video so Yeah. yeah that um so his was he was you know pretty positive i mean everything he liked the gameplay he definitely kind of spelled it out for me uh in terms of uh you know it'll be an easy game to pick up but very hard game to master yeah so i kind of dig that they're you know they're kind of setting the tone in that sense i did watch game informer too um theirs was a little bit uh i guess more in detail in terms like theirs was more they're just talking while they were playing star wars explained was more like i'm giving a review he kind of talked like he was giving a review so it was a little bit different okay and he was talking during uh game informer was like they were they were playing and he was just talking yeah they were i forgot the guy's names but they were playing and they were actually like oh you could do this and oh this is cool and like gotcha um it it was it so i watched that one and so more of a live experience yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more of a live experience. I mean, and then I watched Eckerd's Ladder. Yep. Uh, and that was kind of in the same vein as uh, Star Wars Explained. Uh, so it was, I mean, it was really cool. Just, uh, I don't know. It, it it looked awesome. I mean, I thought the ships, my biggest concern was the ships not having enough visibility, especially like the TIE interceptors and mm-hmm. They were fine. I I actually was like, oh, I get me in one of these things. I want to start shooting and like um, one of the other things I really really liked, and this is probably because we play a lot of Rainbow Six, is the team aspect. Yeah. Of this game, it's going to be very much of a strategy type game. I think. I mean, do you agree with that kind of? Yeah, I was fascinated by the like what I was interested in is what you know, like we talked about when it first came out. Like I've always enjoyed Star Star Fighters. I've never um, got into like where the strategy is of flying, just because like it's basically get behind someone and shoot at them, right? Like that's what most Starfighter things are. So I I didn't know how you add a strategy level to it, Um, you know, like how pilots in real life do different things obviously it's different but i'm saying like there is like theory and strategy to it i've never played a starfighter game where I actually had much of that you know what i mean you just basically like i said you fly behind the tie fighters you shoot them you know, like that's you know it's kind of like a circles game but um 
they pitched this this five man team, and especially with like the U wing and the the Tie Reaper that are support ships, and they kind of pitched it as like they're not gonna like fight fight like you're gonna you know power up your teammates and stuff. And to me, when I saw that, I was like, wow, if this is gonna work, it's gonna have to be a pretty deep. There's gonna be a, a there's gonna be a have have to be a lot of checks and balances like in like you're saying Rainbow Six like you know how many guys counter each like this character has this uh, ability that's really really good so they come out with a character that has this ability that specifically counters that ability you know what I mean so like um, I'm excited to see if it it will have uh, you know I don't know enough like it, like esports and stuff like that but like a competitive scene. If it's deep enough, because um, really, when you think about big time competitive games, uh, especially team based ones, right? Like, uh, so like you think about Rainbow Six, Counter Strike, uh, Valorant's kind of new to the scene, League of Legends, right? Like, all of those games, I just, I think all of them are five on five. Um, and what's fascinating five about them, five. right? And what's fascinating about them is like you take League of Legends for example. It's the same map every single time. It's the same objective every single time. Neither of those things ever change, right? It's all the depth of the characters and what they bring and how they react to each other as a team and how they react to the people that you're playing against. And it's been around for, you know, 10, 50, whatever it's been around for. And it's still super popular and has a huge esports team. So I, I don't think that's where this is going. I'm just saying if the competitive can get actually really competitive, it'd be fascinating to see if there could be, you know, I, the esports thing is like another level because it has, you have to be able to watch it and stuff. But it, it strikes me as like, if there's that much depth, I'd be fascinated to see how the competitive scene plays out. You know what I mean? Because there's tons of checks and balances and they have that fleet. It seems like the fleet mode is really like the, the, the main mode that they built the game around, you know? And some people are like, oh, there's only seven maps or whatever. But I'm thinking to myself, I mean, really in Counter-Strike, they only play like five maps. You know what I mean? Like when you get to that level, it's so much more about the detail of your squadron's um, makeup you know what I mean? And the combination of ships you use and how and, and all the 50 different components and how like this guy uses a U-wing with these two components that gives him an edge here so he doesn't play well when their TIE Reaper plays these. Com you know what I mean? Like if there's that much going on, that's how you build like a really interesting competitive scene. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the ships. Which is awesome. The ships, it's not going to be in the people. It's going to be in the ships. Those are, that's going to be most of your strategies like all right what ships do we do how are we gonna have strategy taking down our our enemy team how do we take down these objectives and then on top of that it's you know it's going to be a lot of communication uh which i think is the, yeah is the cool part yeah it's it's not just going to be like you just fly in and you're just like all right just go after tie fighters and that's it i'm sure there's gonna be modes where it's just like all right it's gonna be like 64 v 64 you just freaking take out people that's all you do I think it's going to be very much like competitive, or at least that's the mode that we saw. I don't know. Well, they have I, do, do, dogfight mode is just five on five, and then the yeah. fleet—I forget what they call it—fleet battle or something like that. It's still five on five, but there's AI, you know, in the middle kind of thing. Um, but yeah, sure like you're saying, the individual, like it's going to take what Starfighter did in Battlefront, where like if you just figured out how to be the best interceptor, you could just destroy in a game. It sounds like when you start playing competitive, 
you may need to be a good interceptor, but your job is not to win the whole match. Your job is to take out these fighters. You know what I mean? And you have a really good Y-wing that you need to protect because he's going to take out. The, you know what I mean? It's very, very fascinating because it sounds like they've found a way, especially if, and, and I was worried about this because there was no gameplay like stuff, but these guys playing it and saying it is is interesting to me that they found a way to make it feel very much like what the Star Wars pitches pitches you when they're fighting, you know, like, why wings? We're going to bomb. You know what I mean? Like that they had different roles and they do different things well. Um, whereas in Starfighter mode and even some of the other X-Wing games that were fun, it didn't really matter. You just picked whatever ship was your favorite and you just, you know, you just got better and tooled on people. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like the bomber did have bombs, but like you could do the same thing with an X-Wing, like in terms of damn it. You know what I mean? So like this will be fascinating because it sounds very much like, especially with the support ships, the support ships I'm very interested in. Yeah. To see what they yeah. bring to the battle. Because they were even saying like, I, I watched the same ones you did and I watched Jack Frags and a couple other ones and like, I don't think any of the ones I saw really dabbled with the U-Wing or the TIE Reaper. They were like, I didn't really understand what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it wasn't like there was this long explanation. They only had five hours. So were you going to sit there for five hours and try to figure out the toughest ship to learn? You know what I mean? You're like, I can't even shoot anything. I got to like refuel people. But yeah. it looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely exciting. Hopefully... Uh... Yeah, we get a little more uh, tidbits of gameplay before. I'm sure we'll get some more stuff leading up to it. Um, I don't know if they would they do a beta or anything like that. You think, or is it kind of uh, AAA like... games like that? I mean, the beta isn't like a true beta. They may have a beta like two weeks before, just to like stress test the servers and see the interest yeah. for like pre-orders or something like that. And then they close the beta and, and, and launch it two weeks later. Beta, betas for, like, big games and pretty much anything on consoles aren't, like, true betas anymore. You know what I mean? They're not really fixing a ton of stuff. They're really just server testing, you know, stress testing the servers and getting that kind of all organized. Not much changes in any of those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it'll be uh, definitely excited. I mean, yeah. I definitely got to get this game. Uh, you know, I this game falls more in line with what I'm looking for than, but then again, I want to get fallen order now too. So, cause I've been on a Zelda kick. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, yeah, it, I believe, what was it? Um, is it October that drops? Yeah. Middle of October. End, end of October. Yeah. October. So, um, yeah. So if you're, you know, big video, uh, if you're a big gamer, I mean, star Wars squadrons might be up your alley. So definitely check that out. Um, I think that's all we got for today. And, um, yeah, I think that's all we got. Uh, anything, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Uh, no. Oh, we did. So the one more piece of news, there was an Afro, uh, what do they call it? A radio drama, um, or audio Dr. drama. Afra. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Afra. Um, kind of like the Dooku lost one. I haven't got a chance to check it out yet. Um, but it did launch, it did drop, I think yesterday or, or a day or two ago. So if you've been following Afra, which if you haven't, her comic series is awesome. She'd be a really cool TV show to go after too. It's kind of like Indiana Jones type thing, um, mm -hmm. where she's like an archaeo, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's awesome. Um, but I think they redid, it's either a new book or they redid one of the comic books or something. And it's a full on audio drama with different voices and stuff. So I will be checking that out. I haven't got a chance, but I just thought I'd mention it. Um, for anyone yeah. who's into that kind of stuff or looking looking for some some new content yeah absolutely um yeah i forgot about that so yeah 
you know. Uh, but I think that that wraps up this uh, episode of Pod Between Worlds. Um, as always, thank you for joining us um, and support the podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitch right now. Uh, you can also check us out on all pod podcast streaming services. Um, yeah, and share with your friends and family. We're always looking for feedback, too. So, uh, you know, we appreciate the support. Um, other than that, we'll catch you later, Pawans. Mm-hmm.